Hi, I'm Liz Graveline. As a doctor of physical therapy, I spent my early 20s refining my intervention skills on treating joint pain, stiffness, and weakness. Now in my early 30s, as a working mom of two toddlers, it wasn't long ago that I had to rebuild my level of fitness from the ground up. My mission has evolved to not only affect positive change amongst the frequent flyers of Stanford, Connecticut, but amongst the masses. I'll teach you how exercise can be safe and simple while blocking out the noise. On this show, morning routines, posture, joint health, and life longevity are all topics we'll break down for you into digestible bits of information to quickly implement in your day-to-day life. Regardless of whether you are the experienced or novice exerciser, this is a place you can receive actionable steps and strategies to reach you closer and closer to your fitness goals without judgment or the external pressures. Bringing back the fun and excitement into an active lifestyle that's tied into how you feel versus what you look like is what we'll discuss here. So settle in and get ready to be cheered on while you learn. This is the Exercise Proper Podcast. I was on the phone with a girlfriend recently and she's been having a tough time losing weight after college and experiencing this temporary life change. In college, any structure she had at home was completely thrown out the window and so were her workouts. During high school, she was completely married to her workouts. Exercising consistently wasn't an option or a choice. Being fit, looking like an athlete and feeling good in her own skin was just who she was and part of her identity. Now, it's her ideal body image. And I can totally relate because I was a gymnast going into college, training 30 hours a week and gave up gymnastics to be on a cheerleading team that trained less than half the time. So, of of course, my body changed. And on top of that, I went through puberty as a freshman in college. So if I didn't act awkward enough as a freshman in college, I sure looked it. So I can relate that one body type you're used to seeing, feeling, it's all you know. That was the expectation. That was the norm. Through our lifetime, that's never going to change. Our body is ever changing and we're constantly working against the gradient. Even after you turn 30, when your metabolism suddenly slows down, your body starts to change, you have a baby and your body starts to change, or you're menopausal and your body starts to change, It's the same stuff all over again. It's freaking exhausting, but it's only exhausting if you make exercising about what you look like. If you keep that variable in play, you'll never feel satisfied. You're constantly working against the gradient. Stop trying to fight for this ideal body type you have in your mind. Let it go. It's a lose-lose battle, so make it about how you feel, and you will always win. Work really hard. Educate yourself. Get strong, break a sweat, breathe air through your lungs, push your flexibility, and you will always win. When I asked my girlfriend what took you four years to decide you were going to take action, what sparked your motivation to make a change? She said she felt this overwhelming wave of anxiety and guilt about what she looked like and how she felt. She reached a point when she looked in the mirror and felt, these were her words, disgusted. And this response was what it took to channel her negative emotions into motivation to make a difference. In an article by Forbes magazine, the author mentions a study performed in 2015 by three leading psychologists who found a new approach to positive psychology. The evidence shows that negative emotions such as guilt or anxiety help to improve an individual's resilience. Or in other words, my words, the literature validates why she had this sudden urge to change the way she felt. Have you ever experienced a similar situation at some point in your life? I know I have. 
when you feel like a hot mess, nothing's going right, the world is crumbling around you, and you're wondering how did you allow yourself to get to this point, but then after feeling like complete crap, you're fired up, you're suddenly motivated to make a change. Interestingly enough, history shows at the lowest points in my life, I've taken action that had the biggest impact. And this is when the science dirt in me comes out. I just had to know why that is. Forbes magazine mentions the leading psychologist who wrote the book, Second Wave Positive Psychology, Embracing the Dark Side of Life. In the book, the authors explore quote-unquote the dark side, such as difficult and painful experiences, and how they play an essential role in positive human transformation. The authors suggest when you experience negative emotions at such extremes, you then grow an acute awareness for where your life is going and how you want to live it. So the messy situation you're living in right now that has you feeling worked and stressed, tired and helpless, if it's a situation that is completely within your control to make a change, it's actually a gift. The research is there to prove it. About one year after I had Reese, there was a specific time when I stepped out of the shower, walked to my bedroom and dropped my towel to grab clothes out of my closet. There's a long-standing mirror right in front of where I get dressed, and it was this exact moment when I looked at myself and thought, I don't like what I see, I don't look strong, I look lazy and unhealthy. And listen, I will never have my 21-year-old body back. I completely have accepted that there are areas of my body that just do not sit the way they're supposed to anymore, and that's not changing. I breastfed both babies, Griffin ripped half my nipple off and Reese went to town for months and months and months. The 21-year-old gravity-proof body is just not coming back to grace us with her presence. She peaced out. But the truth doesn't take away from the overwhelming anxiety and guilt I felt over not taking care of my health and letting go a huge part of what made me me. It was this moment when I became highly motivated to rehab myself back to a level where I could resistance train like I used to where I could race my kids down the grocery aisles and jump out of the way when Griffin likes to spray water at my feet with the hose it's indescribable to be able to have the strength and the stamina to keep up with your kids through this phase of rehabilitation I began to feel more and more like my younger self before I had kids when I had met my husband Ken and this feeling definitely had something to do with my body visually changing but it also had to do with a shift in my energy I started to get my swag back a little bit and it felt good and it was a huge part of why I started this podcast in the first place so although it has taken me almost two years I have finally accepted and found pride in my new body as a mom of two children to be a mom is a privilege that not everyone has and it's pretty incredible that this body produced two ba- two babies with eyes and ears and a heart and kidneys and 10 fingers and 10 toes i did that ken and any other baby daddy can say all they want about how they played a part but my body your body put in that work you know what i mean you did that and no one can take that away from you and that's pretty empowering and pretty damn cool You know what else is empowering? To be able to have the confidence that you can grab one kid in one arm and one kid in the other arm and sprint down the street if some crazy asshole is chasing you. I know that sounds wild, but that really does go through my brain when I'm working out. I really hope I'm not alone in this, but sometimes even though I'm tired, I would much rather take a nap. 
I'll only work out because I feel the responsibility almost to stay fit. It's my job to keep my kids safe and avoid any situation where they are vulnerable to danger because I'm not strong enough to protect them. I know this is a little bit of a heavy topic and maybe a little dramatic, but actually there was a time when I was driving my kids on the highway and the steering wheel locked up. Thank goodness I was already in the right lane, so I started to slow down, put my emergency lights on, and then the engine started to smoke. So I have about a half a mile to go until I reach the exit. I'm trying to keep myself together. Reese and Griffin have no idea the kind of danger we're in because in my mind, this truck is about to blow up any second, which is comical because the temperature gauge read that it was normal, but in the moment, I'm all drama. So I'm muscling the steering wheel to the right to get off the highway and onto an exit ramp that led to pretty much nowhere, just a wide open road to a warehouse building. I'm able to muscle the steering wheel enough degrees to safely pull over. Reese was baby at the time, so here's how it all went down in my head. Okay, save the baby first, run back for Griffin. I'm not going to be able to carry two car seats at the same time. She was only like six months old at the time, and I definitely wasn't strong enough to carry both of them and run. So I grab Reese and run her 25 feet away from the truck onto a grassy hill, and I just leave her there. I don't know how that's more safe than staying in the car, but anyways. So then I sprint back for a griffin, and all three of us are standing there on the hill together, waiting for the truck to go up in flames. Hilarious, because nothing happened. But I was genuinely afraid and panicked. And ever since that day, because I wasn't strong enough to carry both kids at the same time and sprint to safety, my goal is just to be capable of carrying both kids at the same time and run. My whole point in telling you this story is to demonstrate an example of how I use fear, this negative emotion, right, as motivation to stay fit. I use a memory that brought me panic and fear of losing my children as an advantage to stay compliant with my workout plans. And although it's just a small part of how I stay motivated to exercise, I treat this experience as a gift when I feel too tired to work out because this memory sparks the adrenaline I need to get off my ass and get to work, even if it's just an eight-minute workout. We're all motivated by an emotion, whether it's anxiety, guilt, disgust, or fear. But now I'm thinking, damn, do we have to go through these horrific emotional extremes just to get to the next level or to become a better quality version of ourselves? Hell no. For the exact reason why experiencing extreme negative emotions pushes you towards growth and transformation, the opposite is also true. A sudden shift towards experiencing positive emotions such as peace and clarity can also encourage growth and transformation. Have you ever gone on a vacation when you've received complete rest and relaxation? When you've gotten solid sleep multiple nights in a row? When you've been able to just let go, have fun, laugh, sweat, have sex with your partner? When you want where you want? Yes, where you want. I didn't misspeak. And then by the end of the vacation in preparation for for returning home, you have all these plans, goals, ideas of how you want to make your regular life at home feel more like how you felt on vacation. It's when my stress levels go down, my mind clears completely and I experience a sudden weightlessness that I gain the clarity and realization in the faults of my everyday routines that do not support the way I want to feel. I gain the clarity and realization that there are gaps in my everyday routine that can be filled with activities that do support the way I want to feel. 
Thank you so much for listening in to today's episode. I hope you've received some insight and tangible strategies you can use. Please subscribe to the Exercise Proper podcast. Post a screenshot tagging your girl at Liz underscore Graveline. Do not forget to retrieve your free guide to finding fulfillment. Or if you're looking for other tips and tricks in your health and wellness journey, you can send me an email at lizgraveline at gmail.com. I'd shriek at the sight of your name in my inbox. That would be amazing. See you next time, guys.